a big week in downtown Jamestown. The Lucille Ball Comedy Festival takes place beginning Wednesday, August 7th, and continuing all the way through Sunday, August the 11th, with a variety of events taking place. Of course, this is actually the, the second week of programming for by the National Comedy Center, which also had programs happening this week out there at Chautauqua Institution, which we noted on last week's show. But to give us all the details about next week and the official comedy festival, we have joining us via telephone the National Comedy Center Executive Director, Journey Gunderson. Journey, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to uh, have you here via telephone this time, but uh, have you here nonetheless to give us all the details about the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival for 2019. Uh, We talked about this a few months ago, uh, previewing some of the big uh, names that are coming into town, but there's a variety of events happening. We want to make sure our listeners are well aware of all of them that are taking place, or as many as we can get into this interview. So we wanted to uh, talk with you via telephone and and get some more uh, details on the events. And and maybe a good place to begin with is how are things uh, moving along? along with, with uh, ticket sales for all the different events. Are things shaping up? Is there still uh, time to get tickets for some of these events? Uh, yes, there is still time to get tickets for some of these events. And so uh, I was just checking in with uh, my staff to make sure of that, that there are a smattering of tickets left for the added shows that we did for both uh, John Mulaney and Sebastian Maniscalco. A lot of people thought um, that that would not be the case by now. And so... Um, fortunately, we've been able to release some artist holds, and so if you are still interested in seeing those shows and you act quickly, uh, you can still see John Mulaney and Sebastian Maniscalco on Friday, August 9th, and Saturday, August 10th, respectively. And we'll remind our listeners, too, that uh, Mulaney and Maniscalco sold out for their first shows when the tickets went on sale earlier this year, and, and because of that quick sellout, you had to add uh, second shows by uh, both of those entertainers, and they both agreed to doing them, right? Yes, which makes this the biggest festival we've ever presented. We've never done four shows at the Northwest Arena uh, in a weekend, and so that will, accordingly, the block parties should be massive, and that's another fun thing that is a free part of this festival. So whether or not you're a ticket holder, um, come out to the block parties that we will be having outside the venues on both of those nights, Friday night and Saturday night of the festival, but also Thursday night outside of the Reginald A. Center for the Arts. I know last year at the block party, it was a huge event, a major surprise, a huge star coming into town to drop off a motorcycle with Dan Aykroyd mm-hmm. in town. I know you. If, if you do have anything lined up, you might not want to uh, tip your hand, so to speak, but uh, is there any major events uh, coming up, surprises that we can expect, or is it sort of uh, sit tight and, and wait and see what happens? Um, no major surprises up my sleeve at this point. But one thing that I witnessed yesterday that I want your listeners to be clued into is that Louis Black, you know, great friend of the organization and who sold out the Red Journey Center for the Arts just a couple of years ago and, you know, received a standing ovation and was just, you know, put on anyone who saw it an awesome show. He is doing something rather unusual, which is a really small, intimate venue uh, in our hologram theater within the National Comedy Center. He is doing an event called Stand Up BS, and it's loosely instructional. So whether you are an aspiring stand-up or not, you will enjoy this. I went to it yesterday. It's fascinating. He's doing it again on Wednesday to kick off the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival, Wednesday, August 7th at 5 p.m. at the National Comedy Center. You can still get tickets, and it's this unbelievable opportunity to sit 
close with Lewis and have him tell you the backstory of his career and some tips that really could be applied to stand-up comedy, but public speaking, to writing, to life in general. And so that has been kind of a big surprise in terms of programming that's really unique that, um, you know, we announced pretty late in the game. So if you're listening to this, you should grab a ticket to it. Right on. Uh, tickets for other shows as well. I know in past years, the comedy late night show that takes place in the Tropicana room uh, on, on the evenings that the comedy festival is underway. Oftentimes they sell out rather quickly. Jamestown's notorious for procrastinators. So I'm one of them, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Are there still tickets available for comedy late night? I know that several of the comedy late night shows sold out months ago, but I believe that there are still some tickets left. Um, we are also, that's another place we've upped the game. We're doing more comedy late night shows than we've ever done before. I think we're doing six this year, but you know, we timed them so we can squeeze in more shows per night. And so go check it out online at comedycenter.org to see if you can get some tickets to comedy late night. I have friends that come in from Pittsburgh each year and they say, this is the best value of the whole festival because you're seeing about five different comics, all of whom are great. Um, it's really great in terms of bang for your buck and you get to feel like you are in a comedy club setting, which is a cool difference than being in a big theater. Right. That's what I really enjoy about it as well. Sitting in that room, uh, a close knit room with all the other audience members. And of course the stage there with the comedians, it really does feel like you're in a, in a nightclub, not to say there's anything wrong with uh, being in the theater or the arena, of course. And, and speaking of the theater, the Regulating Center for the Arts, I believe that's where the stand-up showcase is going to be on August the 8th. Yes, and um, the stand-up showcase is my favorite my favorite event of the festival. Um, much like the late night, it is a showcase of several comedians, and as my dad always puts it, he's like, you know, so that way, if you don't like one guy, you know, you just wait for the next one. He's going to be great. She's going to be great. Nobody walks away from that show uh, displeased ever, and these are the rising voices of comedy. That is at 7 o'clock on Thursday, August 8th at the Reg Lanay Center for the Arts, and tickets for that still remain. And again, we're talking with uh, Journey Gunderson from the National Comedy Center previewing the Lucio Ball Comedy Festival for 2019 happening next week, beginning on Wednesday, August the 7th, and continuing for the remainder of the week on into Sunday, August uh, the 11th. Um, Journey, I wanted to ask you about the comedians. Obviously, Folks know John Mulaney. They know Sebastian Maniscalco and, of course, Louis Black. But a lot of these other comedians from the Comedy Late Night and Stand Up Showcase, how is it that you select these comedians? And, uh, you know, what's it like to know that these are names that might not be household names today, but the fact is that maybe within two or three years or uh, a few years down the road, uh, they could become uh, the, uh, the, the star comedians of tomorrow? Um, you said it. These are the star comedians of tomorrow. And, for example... Uh, Lachlan Patterson is one of the guys coming in, and I saw him at Junior's Last Laugh in Erie maybe in 2010 or 2011 and thought, oh, wow, we have to book him. And then he, I believe, um, gained notoriety from appearing on one of the competitive shows on national television like Last Comic Standing and became a national favorite. Uh, And then another who's coming who is not to be missed is Mark Normand. I mean, Mark Norman, uh, Amy Schumer produced his stand-up Comedy Central special uh, because she saw something in him. And I remember after he played Jamestown in 2011 or 2012, he popped up in a Toyota commercial. Um, He's going places and is places already. And so um, that was a coup to actually get him to town 
to be performing in a showcase format because he headlines. Uh, so there are so many great people coming to town, and all of them have uh, late-night TV credits. One year we brought Michelle Wolf to town, who mostly people hadn't known that name at the time, and two years later she's uh, the headliner of the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which went down as now the last White House Correspondents' Dinner to have featured a comedian. So pretty remarkable national headlines, people um, appreciating her comedy, and of course she's a correspondent on The Daily Show. You know, speaking of appreciating comedy, uh, comedian for just about everybody, all all walks of life, and, and even kids, right? I mean, you've got an event geared up for uh, kids that's going to be taking place on Saturday morning. That's right. Saturday morning, August 10th at 11 a.m. is a free kids comedy show uh, called The Mannerhausens, and it's fun. It's about um, sort of teaching good behavior and manners and being kind to one another, but all through comedy. And so, again, that is... Uh, Saturday, August 10th at 11 a.m., and it's free. Super. Uh, some other events happening. So, of course, this is the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival, and what would the Comedy Festival be without events featuring, of course, the Queen of Comedy, Lucille Ball, and uh, Jamestown native Lucille Ball. Are there going to be a, a series of events, as there has been in past years, connected to Lucille Ball? Are there any specific highlights you want to uh, remind our listeners about? Uh, sure. We are bringing back the ever-popular grape stomping and candy wrapping. Oh, boy. So those have been crowd favorites for years and years. Um, we also are bringing back the very popular impersonator shows featuring Lucy and Ethel. Uh, it's, it's been fascinating to see those grow in audience size. When I started in 2011, we presented those shows in the Tropicana Room, um, and now we often present them in larger venues like the Jackson Center, which seats over 200, or the Willow Bay Theater, and so... It's fun to see not just the Lucy fans from around the world who come year after year, but new Lucy fans created who maybe are coming to the festival because they love John Mulaney and figure, oh, let me check out something that's more legacy-driven or nostalgic. And uh, so we're actually creating new Lucy fans, as funny as that sounds, in 2019. Uh, we'll do the ever-popular hometown tours where people learn uh, via a guided bus tour about the highlights of Lucille Ball's life in Jamestown and Celeron. Uh, we'll be bringing back the cemetery tours that we do in our beautiful uh, Lakeview Cemetery. So plenty of that programming uh, to enjoy. And then we're also bringing back the National Comedy Center Dialogues. This is a series where we do conversations on comedy. And last year we did one at the Robert H. Jackson Center that had a legal uh, aspect to it, talking about the First Amendment. We're doing that again this year. So that is on Wednesday of the festival to kick things off. Wednesday, August 7th, after you go to Lewis Black's uh, stand-up BS seminar at 5, um, at, I believe, 6.30, there are still tickets for a First Amendment panel discussion featuring Lewis, featuring Kelly Carlin, um, and a Cornell law professor named Howard Lee. And they will be discussing uh, the seven dirty words you still can't say on television. And for a number of reasons, that court case, the famous FCC versus Pacifica with George Carlin, where he made up that there are these seven words you couldn't say on TV, and then they became the seven words you couldn't say on TV. Um, for many reasons, that's really relevant and pertinent today in 2019 with what's going on with broadcast television. And so it's a, an event not to be missed. 
I, I'm sure it will be uh, very interesting. And of course, I'd ask you to say the seven words, but you can't say them on radio either. So we'll uh, we'll yeah. pass on that. And I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up. Let me try, and, and I would love to see how you edit them or oh, delete boy. them. You can't use asterisks on the air. No, you cannot. But uh, that that's indicative. I I attended the event last year that that focused on on. Um, uh, Lenny Bruce. Yeah, Lenny Bruce. And, and that was great to sit in and, and sort of uh, be a fly on the wall in this conversation that took place. And I assume this year's event will be uh, similar to that. And, of course, whenever you have subject matter that George Carlin covered, it's, it's something folks don't want to miss. And, again, that's the Wednesday night at the Jackson Center. Uh, the, the website says 730, but I'm sure seating uh, okay. doors open at about 630 or so, right? Yeah, you are correct. It is at 730 that night, Wednesday, August 7th. And I'm trying to see here, like I said, there's so many other events happening, it's so hard to keep track of, of everything, but is there anything else that we'd be uh, remiss if we didn't mention, or do we think we have all our bases covered? Well, I'm probably wrong. As soon as I say that's we covered everything, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I guess one thing to um, keep in mind is that uh, now this can be a great time to couple a visit to the National Comedy Center with... Uh, a visit to these great events and just make it a, a fun-filled, comedy-packed weekend. And so go to uh, ComedyCenter.org, check out all the events that we have going on, uh, come to the block parties, take part in this, and uh, share a few laughs. And I should say, when you're a member of the Comedy Center, you do have access to uh, members-only events. There's like a members-only showcase that happens, but you also get a, a jump start on buying tickets for events in the future uh, for various National Comedy Center-related events, including perhaps 2020's Comedy Festival if you become a member. So that's an incentive to not just stop by and tour the Comedy Center, but consider becoming, consider becoming an annual member, and you could uh, get some nice incentives as a result of that, right? Yes, and one thing to note is that we will apply. Let's say you're not sure and you want to come visit the Comedy Center first and pay admission. At the end of your visit, if you decide, wow, this is worth getting a membership for, which becomes your season pass and you can go an unlimited number of times, we'll apply after the fact You know, that same day. Uh, the admission that you paid, we'll apply that to the annual membership cost of $50. So it's a win-win and uh, quickly pays for itself. Uh, one thing, Journey, while we have you on the phone, I wanted to ask you about uh, this week, uh, wrapping up this week, there's, there's a series of events happening out at Chautauqua Institution. So really, these events that tie in with the National Comedy Center through uh, the Comedy Festival and the Chautauqua Institution has become almost a, a two-week-long affair. And, and I guess my question would be, and the listeners probably want to know, how, how did it work out? How does, how does it uh, shape up to have these events going uh, back-to-back in two consecutive weeks, and can we see more of this in the future? I hope so, because I think it's gone really well. I'm just coming off of uh, an amphitheater program, and that venue, you know, of course, is uh, just about 4,000 people. And this morning was a reflection on the genius of Robin Williams, featuring his longtime friend Louis Black, but also the gentleman who managed him for 43 years. So hearing this um, manager, David Steinberg, relay stories throughout Robin's career from film to entertaining the troops in USO tours, um, all of that was recorded and will probably be airing on Sirius XM because the host was Ron Bennington from Sirius. And earlier in the week, we had fantastic conversations with the Smothers Brothers reuniting Tommy and Dick Smothers for the first time in 10 years. Um, And then Tuesday featured Frank Oz, who among other things, uh, produced the char- created the characters of so many Muppets, 
like Bert from Bert and Ernie when it goes comes to Sesame Street, um, Miss Piggy among others directed Muppets Take Manhattan, which just had its 40th anniversary, but also directed Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, What About Bob, and so many other great comedies. Uh, so this has been just a phenomenal week that we're really proud of. Right on. Well, we'll keep up the good work. Uh, something to be proud of for sure. And I think uh, we'll let you go because I know you're awfully busy. But what we'll do is maybe check in later on this summer or uh, at the tail end of August, early September, and find out uh, a recap of how things went for this year and, and looking forward as well. But in the meantime, I think all my, my questions are covered for now. Journey, anything else you want to add? No, just thanks so much for having me and for covering all the, the great arts going on in Jamestown and Chautauqua County.